Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you bundle your renters and auto insurance with Progressive, you could save money, but it doesn't cover any terrible memories living rent-free in your head. You remember that time you were singing in the shower, and then you heard a knock on the wall, and then you realized that your bathroom shared a wall with your neighbor's bedroom, and all you could do was stand there silently, thinking about all the other things they may have heard in the four years you've lived there? <sighs> yeah, good times. Sorry, we can't save you from that memory, but we could save you money bundling your renters and auto insurance with Progressive. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and third-party insurers. Renters insurance and bundled discount not available in all states or situations. It's the bluest room in town. Yeah, they're actually funny and the guests the sound through the ups and the downs. Yeah, they'll be there waiting for the next time round. Find out what it means. Everton will break your heart, but they're still your team. It's far from doom and gloom. So tune in now and get involved with the blues. Top the score on YouTube on Christmas Eve. Uh, I am Matt Jones, showing me as you can see, is Les Roberts, both decked out in our festive wear. Les's cat is also there, as ever, regular yeah. on the show throughout the year. Uh, but, you know, we're, we're decked out in festive gear, we've both got a drink each, style crown with me. What are you on? I'm, I'm on the XL Brewing Bacchus Pilsner, so yeah. you know, Dan Vane. Yeah. It's his brewery. I bought a, bought a load at the start of the month, I thought, right, there are my Christmas beers, that's my last one. Is it? Oh yeah. man, that's devastating. I've got, like got like a full case. <laughs> oh, no. I've just been picking them off. Sort of gradually and not noticing. And I went in before and it's like, that's my last one. It's the stress of everything, isn't it, that? It is. The last few, last week or so we've had. Yeah, it's, uh, even when we've been winning, it's been tough at times. But uh, I know we're going to move on to last night, um, which was tough for a minute one, really, wasn't it? Well, yeah, it, 
I mean, you were you were there. Like, t- tell me the, the, the feelings you had inside the ground because obviously it's, it's so different, isn't it, when you watch it on the yeah TV and stuff. And I've I've sort of been trying to be you know maintain a bit of perspective on this. I've seen a lot of people kicking off last night, and no, I couldn't stand that. Like after the results, and people are annoyed, and you know, twenty six years is a horrible number, isn't it? Um, yeah, you know, that's another good chance of a trophy gone. But I don't think Everton played well but I can sort of understand why. And I think both of those things can exist at the same time, really. I mean, what, what was your feeling on the ground? Yeah, I think it's easy to polarise it, isn't it? And say, you know, if you if you come out and say, well, we didn't play well, but, you know, the players do look a bit tired, it can be like you're making excuses for them. But that doesn't mean to say you're giving them an out or you're happy with it because they, they just weren't good enough. Just going on to the game first about getting into the ground and that, um, the club did a dead good job of getting everyone in quickly uh, and safely. The spacing out was fine and everything. It was all run. Move the cast. He's the real star of the show, mate. Yes, actually, yeah. <laughs> he's just got his own show now. Um, I think the thing that struck, I think all of us when we were there, because they were my dad and the kids, it was how used we'd become to watching it on telly. Yeah. Actually, I mean, we, were, we weren't in our usual seats, we're in the top balcony, we're usually in the park end, so it's a completely different view. I think you said in another show, like if you want to view of the game, see how it plays out and see what players are doing in the top balcony, yeah. place, isn't it? It's like watching a FIFA match or something. Yeah, definitely, yeah. But yeah, it, it, was, it was strange being in there and we, we sort of like, we, we felt we'd become so used to watching it on the telly because we've not been since obviously Man United in, was it February? Yeah. Wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah February then, obviously. Insane, wasn't it, yeah. Yeah, so it, it, it felt really strange and I don't know, the atmosphere was a, it was a little bit subdued. I think, I don't know what it was like against Chelsea. Were people up for it from the start or was it when the team got into the game a bit more? Because last night, we were on the back foot for so long. Everyone was just a bit like, well, we know where this is going. Yeah. It reminded me a little bit of the um, semi-final against Chelsea. Where that, yeah, we'd had the stuff and knocked out of us with that last-minute Sean Wright-Phillips goal at their place. So when it came to the Goodison tie, it was a bit like, well, we've got an uphill struggle here because we need to score two. And it felt a little bit down. I think after the first five minutes of them just pummeling us and keeping the ball, it was a bit like, what are we going to do here? What was it like against Chelsea when you went in? Was it? Do you know what? It, it was. It was good, and it, I think it, that was. It wasn't because they, they played dead well or anything in the first few minutes. I think there were just like a few little moments, like where we got the ball on the right hand side a couple of times, like either beat people or want to throw in or want to call. And you know, it was just little things like that where I think when you go into the game and you're the underdog, the you know you, you cheer and shout for those a little bit more, don't you? Like here we go, we've got a bit of territory now. We can get a foothold. You know, we can maybe spring something from there. And I think I think that was what it was. But I, I imagine last night it would have been difficult because I think it's I think it's one of them, isn't it, where you win three games in a row and everyone's really confident. Like when you look back on it and go, you know, we beat Chelsea, Leicester, Arsenal. Uh, that's you know, great three great results there for us. But I think if you look at the those games in a bit more detail, like we have been playing on the back foot a lot, which we've had to do. Our crazy plays have been out. And we've been relying quite a lot on fine margins, sort of going in our favour as well. And I couldn't understand why the manager went in like that. But I think when you come up against the side in United, they were probably a bit better than any side we played over the last week, if we're being totally honest. Um, and we're able to make massive changes in regards to the personnel and still feel the quality side. When they came out and played well and we played terribly, then I can understand why it was sort of a little bit 
you know, a little bit. Because it, it did feel like, you know, watching on telly, it did feel like in those first five minutes, like, bloody hell, I'll take penalties now, you're off a mirror, because these look on it and we don't. It was, it, it felt like, um, it felt like a derby. The way they flew at us is very much the way Liverpool fly at us and the way Liverpool fly at everyone. It was sort of like, it was, it felt relentless for about 20 minutes. Yeah. And then we gradually settled down and, and settled into the game. But I thought we did, we did all right after that. You know, we sort of restricted them. You know, they had, they had much more of the ball. But as you said, that's how we've been playing lately. And letting the team have the ball and restricting the shots. So, yeah, I, I thought we, you know, we got into the game. We were looking good for penalties. I think penalties would have been fair enough. After, after they missed all the chances at the start where it looked like they were trying to walk the ball. And there was one where uh, Pogba let it go through his legs. He took a back heel as well, didn't he? Like, yeah, he could have, yeah. yeah, yeah, could have just took a shot. Um, so, yeah, and after that, I thought we'd sort of, we'd rode it, we'd sort of grown into the game a bit. We weren't brilliant, we weren't creating chances or anything, but we were sort of holding our own with them. And then I think, we can't blame the referee for, for the results, but that Richarlison instance is pivotal, and the Cavani, well, the Cavani instance is, is massive, isn't it? Because, you know, he... he Gonna be it's a cliche, but he shouldn't be on the pitch. Yeah. But did he stick his fingers down his throat there? It looked like it. You know what? Like I've seen it again this morning. And like at first I thought it was like a like an open palm, like arm round his like his neck. But it looks like he's like sort of squeezing his Adam's apple, which is like yeah. that that like, looks even more painful and horrible yeah. to me. I'd rather someone grab me like that than like squeeze that. That'd be yeah. odd. I've seen people saying as well, oh yeah, he mean is nearly six foot six, should stay on his feet. Cavani's not a small fella. And if anyone comes at you throw like that, yeah, yeah. You know. Do you know what I think? You, you're right there with that. And I don't know if that would have changed the result necessarily. You know, obviously it would have helped us because we would have had an extra man. And but the fact he scores as well, isn't it? Yeah, it, it is. Yeah, but I think I think that those sorts of things have gone for us maybe in the last three games where they didn't. Like, yeah. we didn't. We didn't get dominated at any point in the last three games like we did last night. Like mm. you know, those first twenty minutes. But you think about that Chelsea game where they hit the post twice and it just comes out. Uh, you think about the Arsenal game where Dom's header hits Rob Holden and goes in. Yeah. The Leicester game where Vardy misses an absolute sitter right afterwards. I think when you play like we have played in the last three games, you rely on the fine margins going in your favour, especially against good sides. Mm. And ultimately, that's why, you, you know, while this has been good, and we, we spoke about these on, on shows, mate, in, in the past, like, while the last week has been good and they've got results, like, you, you can't play like that all the time because ultimately... You know, someone a really good player is going to get the ball on the edge of the box on his left foot and just welly one in like yeah. last night. Yeah. It's, it's not maintainable. But what what did you did you get a sense of the gravity of those incidents in the ground? Because I think the the Cavani one was off camera on Sky, and then yeah, one the, at first it, it just you know it just looked like a bit of a coming together where he'd gone for the ball, Bailly's gone and won it, and he, you know just caught him on the foot. I think I actually said. Um, when it happened, you know, there's no, there's no malice intended there from Bayern. I don't think there was from him, to be fair, but it's very, very Fernandez, yeah. Yeah, I think that's that. That is something that needs it needs looking at now, and it needs to be stamped out before someone's seriously injured. You know, it, it's not on to, to do that sly little look and then shove a player in the hope that he's going to land on his head or go flying into another player. It's you know, he's been doing it, hasn't he, for for a yeah, while. Okay, yeah, sort of thing. yeah. I mean, Andre Gomez did it didn't he, against Burnley. Yeah. Well, I'm not sure if that's more because he's shit out more than anything. It's tough to say, but he, you know, even in that instance, it's it's not good enough. You know, I know players get caught up in the heat of the moment, and that, there was some copites on Radio Merseyside last night trying to compare, saying it was it was karma for Richarlison after what he did to Thiago, and it's like it doesn't work like that. 
that was a terrible tackle by Richarlison. You got a red card for it, deservedly so. That that happens in football. It's a nasty tackle. This, it's a horrible, cynical attempt to properly injure a player. Not a heat of the moment. Go flying in with your studs up. An actual measured, like right, watch him coming, bang, I'll put him on his head. Mm. Uh, it was a second and one years ago with Mikel Artes. Remember against against uh, Bucharest? Yeah, yeah. And then Duncan got in me afterwards for throttling the lad. Yeah. yeah, you know, it's things like that. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Ferguson got sent off for that. And you kind of wanted that last night, really. You wanted someone to get a grip of, like, Fernandez. you know, players, the professionals, you can't get dragged into a fight on the pitch like that. But, you know, it's basic stuff that if you see your mate get done like that, you get angry. And, you, you know, you do. Do you think that the players knew what he'd done there, though? Because I, I, I think... It- I don't know if you've, you've, you're more aware of it when you're on the pitch and stuff, and maybe the players are in close proximity. But because I think, I think Coleman went over there. Coleman he? was giving him loads. Yeah, um, yeah Coleman was giving him lo- loads about it. So I think the players were probably aware of it. Um, and it was just a case with Bay as well. You know, what's he doing flying into a header like that? Yeah. Like, first, it was like Harold Schumacher against the Battersong. <laughs> you, you don't fly into a challenge with your hip like that. The whole thing was just horrible. I think it, it, just one one thing on that, you know, you still have to say about how the Thiago thing ran on and on and on and on. I think it, it was nice to see him and Richarlison have exchanged sort of messages with each other this morning. They sort of said, you know, these things happen in footy. All right. You're a good player. You're a good player. You know, we'll move on from it sort of thing. Yeah, that is good to see, actually, because yeah. there's, there's not been enough of that moving on, has there? Yeah, but apparently he's going to be Sam Richardson for the, the next game anyway. And, you know, oh, is he? I, oh, OK, because I was worried he'd be out for like two weeks, is it, with a concussion? And I think Everson did the right thing, by the way, by just taking him off. Oh, we, yeah, 100%. We, we've, seen his, we've, seen Insta, we've seen Insta's hand with the last few, you know, David Luiz coming back on, it was that family stuff and blood dripping from it, you know. Yeah. It's a horrendous look that uh, for, for, for any club to, you know, put a player back on in that sort of situation. So, as made up, he just said, you know, you know, it's only a football match at the end of the day. Lad. You, yeah. you, can, you can barely stand your feet, you're coming off. Well, this is this is it. They, they took it out of the player's hands because he wanted to come back on. Obviously, didn't because yeah. any player does, even if you know their arm could be falling off or the leg hanging off, and they want to play on. Um, but they've got to take it out of the player's hand, and he did. They did the right thing there, definitely. You know, obviously frustrating for us, but you, you know you've got to look after the players first and foremost. Just going back to where uh, in the ground with those incidents, completely missed the Yeri Mina once he was on the floor, because mm. um, I think the player was a bit further up the pitch. Uh, but yeah, the, the 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 Bruno Fernandez one, it looked. It looked bad from where we were. I didn't see that he'd done it. Mm. Just by flying in and, and taking out the Charles. And you know, which again it, you look at that in, in real time and it, it could have been it could have been a red card because he was reckless going in as well. But it wasn't uh frustrating through the VAR. I think it I think <laughs> how much but yeah, I think it's highlights how much referees rely on it now though. Because yeah. that three last night and the linesman, they look terrified to actually give decisions. I think referees are sort of using that as a bit of a crutch now, as like, well, if I don't see it, it's not the end of the world. Well, the, sorry to interrupt you there, mate, but like, there's a couple of occasions where Cavani handballed it when he was sort of going through. Yeah. And like, you, you sort of think players think they can just sort of do that now because they can, you know, they, they might get away with it. But um, last night, it was sort of like, you might as well try this because there's no, yeah. no AR. Maybe referees are sort of in that mindset of, well, if I'm not sure about that, I can leave it because it will get pulled up. So he, he's probably forced. May as well stick my arm up there and try and control this ball. Because well, exactly, yeah. he's probably waiting for some, you know, technology to come and come oversee this. But there's nothing to be done. No, well, and and that's you know, if you, if you look at it from the referee's point of view, if, if they're refereeing most of their games throughout the season with VAR, 
it's got to be difficult to get into a mindset where you've got to be more switched on. So obviously you've got to be switched on anyway when you're refereeing a match, you know, especially like a, a top flight match at the speed that's played. Um, so you will get into this mindset where you're like, well, okay, you can, you can relax a little bit because if I don't see it, someone will pick up on it somewhere. Obviously, unless it's a uh, Cavalos on Mina, which weirdly didn't get picked up, but we've spoken about that. Um, so they must get into that mindset where they're like, they've got that sort of safety blanket kind of thing where they don't have to call everything because it will get picked up. So if they're not sure, they can leave it. Um, but to then go into a cup match where you've got to be then that more switched on and you've got to give everything, it must be really difficult for them, to be honest, to you yeah. know, make those decisions. But it was, it was, yeah, it was just a very, very frustrating night. Didn't even get to boot either. <laughs> appropriate under the but, circumstances. But we were like pissed off at the way we were playing. Because Gary Neville on commentary said there was some boost from the Everton supporters. And I, no, I, there was, I, I no, there was, person, like. no, there was a few, there was a few people. There was one really angry fella down from us um, who as the match went on and on and on. I don't was know. It, was it your dad? It, I don't know if he had vodka in his water bottle or something. But was we getting more pissed, and pissed off. What's that? Was it your dad? <laughs> we, we were all actually quite calm and measured. Like uh, we didn't get to go for a substantial meal before the game. Uh, either, so, uh, <laughs> our tank was empty. Um, but yeah, he was getting more and more angry. But it was—I'd say that was isolated in the, the part of the top balcony where we were. So there was, there was no booing. There was a little bit of moaning, but it wasn't like. I know no one seemed massively pissed off with things. Um, yeah, I think it was just frustration more than anything. It's the overwhelming feeling is, um, you know, this is this is typical of Evan at this stage. You know, we we've got a, we've got a good chance to progress, and we don't. I think another thing that you can't like you've got to factor in is Man United's away form is outrageous. Yeah, you know, you don't like to make excuses, but. Had that been at Old Trafford, it might have been different. They won every Premier League game, haven't they, this season? Yeah, um, yeah I, think they've, I think they've got the record, haven't they, for winning um, six consecutive league games with scoring three goals in each. Yeah. That's a, that's a crazy record to go away and score three goals. Yeah. The, the, six the, matches the, alone is a lot. So they're just a ridiculously good side away from home. So, you know, with hindsight, you look around and you think that's possibly the worst draw at home that we could have got. But... You know, we are where we are. We've been in worse situations. Yeah, absolutely, mate. Yeah. Still fourth going into Sheffield United. Um, but the players do look knackered. I think that was that was evident last night and would not create many chances. So, you know, obviously in the last three games, he said there's been the fine margins where we have we've, we've taken the chances we've created. Calvert Lewin gets the lucky uh touch off holding to score that goal. Um, but if that's not happening. If we're not getting the run of the ball, it's you know because Man United were getting every bounce last night, and you know I don't know if that's because the players are in better position or they're working harder, but they were getting every single bounce of the ball. Nothing was going our way. Whereas as you say in the past three games, it pretty much has. So you just hope that we're not knackered and our luck's run out. Yeah, and I think one of the things I saw is you know as regards to the tactics now he played and you know the negative you know perceived negativity of it and. I don't know. I think I think it's easy to say in hindsight we should have had a go with them earlier on, but you know, I, I just think if you're if you're getting to that point in the game where you know you put yourself in the manager's shoes, where it's seventy minutes on the clock, your lads are knackered. You know, it was clear to see. You know, even even the, one of the players who came in fresh last night, Seamus Coleman, had been out injured for six weeks. Yeah. Um, and if you if you've got Marshall and Rashford coming off the bench for them, you've got Fernandez and Cavani and Pogba already on the pitch. 
I think the last thing you want to do is make it an end-to-end game where you run up and down the pitch, you're giving them space to surge into. And, you know, that, that might sound negative and, you know, for a team at home in a, in a cup quarter-final, but I think, I think one of the things we've learned about Angelotti in his first year, mate, is that he'll always take the pragmatic option. And I think, by and large, in his tenure, it's worked. Mm. But he's tried to see out games, he's tried to get us to draws. You know, last night, I think, you know, the plan from obviously from about an hour on was... No penalties is fine here, we'll take yeah. that. Um, but it, I just think it would have been a little bit silly to say, Rashford, Martial, fresh legs, have as much space as you want. And, I, and you know, I know sometimes you've got to risk losing to, to, to win a game, but I just don't think our lads would have had it in them to, to cope in that kind of game. And, and you saw when the game did get stretched towards the end and we had to, you know, try to go forward and score an equaliser. Northern Tool and Equipment isn't just a store. It's a problem solver's paradise. Fully stocked with the right professional grade tools and fully staffed with experts who have the right answers. Problem solved. Northern Tool and Equipment Summer Sale is on now. Stop in and save up to 50% on pressure washers, sprayers, generators, fans, lawn and garden equipment, and more. Hundreds of deals in store or at northerntool.com. They hit the bar and scored another goal. Yeah. Yeah, that's it, exactly. You know, it, it was penalties were the best we were going. I think if you'd asked anyone after 10 minutes, which is take penalties now, it would have been frigging right, yeah. If we, if we can see how it, it, the remaining 80 minutes without conceding, it'll be a miracle because, you know, the chances they had in the first 25 were just ridiculous. So, yeah, I think I think to see it out to penalties was the best we could have got, especially, like you say, from an hour. And they, you know, they bring the subs on who were, like, quality players. That, that was the best we could hope for. That, that was what we were going for. And we very nearly did it. Yeah. I think if if Cavani doesn't score that goal, I don't think they get the second either because... Oh, yeah, it's a completely different game. The game, the game was stressed. It, it's like, um, it was like Villarreal that time where we had to yeah. go for it. So then they just nipped down the other end and scored it. It happens when, when you're trying for a goal like that and you're lashing people forward. It, it opens you up at the back. That was well, against United, didn't it? In early, in early yeah, the three, one. I still can't get my head around. That was 3-1. Like yeah. a Myself, we finished that game 2 1. <laughs> yeah, it does. You know, the, the, the defense gets pulled apart, everyone piles forward, and you do get those chances. Um, that second goal was always coming, really, once he scored the first. But we were very close to sort of, you know, getting to penalties, which is as good as we could have hoped for from the start of the game. So you can't be too, can't be too down. That's just dead disappointing, isn't it? It's, you know, I think we all looked at this as a, a real chance to build up some momentum. You know, you get the semi-final in January. If you get through that, although it would have been Man City by the look of it, you know, you, you then go into a final in April and that would take a lot of momentum along with it. But if you're waiting till April to get to that final and you've got players playing to play in that final, you know, we can build up a head of steam there across the uh, across those few months. Unfortunately, we've not got that. We can concentrate on the league now. Yeah, title challenge back on. <laughs> oh no, a title push when I see one, definitely. Uh, just before we have a, a quick chat about uh, the Sheffield United, we've had loads of um, people getting in touch on Twitter about last night. Uh, Harry Waters said they made nine changes. You could still be, feel free to jump in here, mate. If I've got any points on this, uh, they made nine changes last night. You could still bring the likes of Pogba and Cavani and Fresh and Daisies. We had to ask the same lads to go to the well again after three taxing games. The lack of quality that shone through. The injuries to key players didn't help either. Just a bridge too far. Uh, Patrick Ridge, who's been on the show, of course, as well. A uh, combination of quality slash lack of depth and then just a pile of the fixtures. Do you think Carlo could have injected more impetus into the second half? Why not bring on Gordon for Anaka Dewobi with 15 minutes left? Yeah, I think that's, that's a decent shout because 
I suppose you could have kept the same shape then, couldn't you? And, yeah. You know, without having to, to go gunk home. Yeah, we all played, the way we were playing was only going to go so far. Dave Sullivan, uh, it's one of those things, hugely frustrating. My biggest gripe is the idea that this perfect scenario will come along where we have no injuries or suspensions and other teams left in or all league two teams. At some point, we have to overcome adversity, but we always fall short. Uh, and we'll do this one for Chris Hanman as well. Step too far for an injury hit in squad. Hopefully, the squad can be improved in January. Really worried by Gomez's form. He offers nothing at the moment. Sigurdsson ran himself into the ground. He needs a rest. I uh, hope Hamez is fifth for Boxing Day. Uh, what, what did you make of Gomez's performance, mate? He got a lot of grief on um, um, a lot of grief on social media. I'd say it was anonymous. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's... I mean, even, even before his injury, his stats were a bit damning, weren't they? The fact that they scored one and set up one. But he was, he was like... He was a relatively tidy, like, link-up player where he'd pick it up off the defence and then pass it on and pass it on. Um, but, yeah, he's, he's looked way off, hasn't he? He really has. He, do, he doesn't look up to speed. At all. Uh, just on Sigurdsson, there was a mad thing with, uh, with about 20 minutes. I don't think he stayed on his foot for the last 20 minutes of the game. He was the whole over, didn't he? Sliding everywhere for every ball. He, he looked, and you don't see this often from, he looked really frustrated with how things were going. And, you know, I think I don't think I've seen him trying like that in a game um, ever, really, because he, he did look dead annoyed with how the match was playing out and the fact that he couldn't really seem to do anything about it. Um, I saw he got a bit of stick for the short corner at the end. I did lose the plot at that, to be fair. But I think the plan was there in his head because Bernard ran up late and asked for the ball. I think he was going to pass to Bernard thinking he'd whip it in. Ah, okay. He passed it back to him when he wasn't expecting it because he wasn't in a position. So he sort of like got the ball passed back and he, he kind of looked and, and then checked and hit it in. He probably should have just lashed it in. But I think in his head, he thought Bernard's in a good position to like sort of put it on the keeper there. Um, I wanted Olsen up at that point. He's massive. Could have got his head well. just, just on Olsen, his kicking's horrendous. Yeah. Um, I, I've never noticed it in, in the previous two games, but there last night, he seems to... We, I think we take Pickford's kicking for granted, to be honest. I know it's like not always the most accurate and stuff. and You know, it is way off beam sometimes, but when he gets it right, it is brilliant. Olsen will never set up a quick counter-attack because the way he kicks the ball, it goes high and hangs and then drops. Yeah. Um, I'm not convinced by him after last night. He's very quiet as well, he seems. The, um, the little moments where he nearly gave it straight to uh, Cavani was a, a proper yikes, wasn't it? But yeah, there was, there was one good pass well. I think, you know, maybe a few good in that first half. Yeah, he did. There, there was one moment as well where he, he did something that reminded me of uh, uh, was it Robles against, was it Krasnodar? But he just went wandering in his box. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's just a moment like that where he just seems to be in the wrong, completely the wrong place. But, yeah, I don't know. I think I think having seen him, like, sort of up close at a game last night, I can sort of see why Pickford's the better option for me, you know? Even yeah. he's erratic and he's, you know, he's just off his head at times. <laughs> I, think he's, I think he's potentially the better keeper of the two. It's still a position that's up for grabs for me. It's still a yeah. position that needs looking at in the summer. Uh, if well, not obviously, it won't be January. But I think in January, we need to just go out and strengthen as much as we can. I think we need to scrap this thing about you don't get any good value in January. You know, it, it, it's a it's a seller's market kind of thing. I think we're in a position in the league where we need to look at it now and go. We've got to gamble on this, and we've got to get some sort of key positions covered. Yeah. Uh, the other question, actually, uh, from Steve Williams on Twitter saying, uh, first of all, you had perfect storm yesterday. Uh, sorry, this on YouTube. Perfect storm yesterday." 
depleted squad versus informed side. What do you reckon we need in January as a priority for the rest of the season? An attacking option times two if Bernard and Tosin get shifted out uh, and the centre midfielder. Um, it, it does feel like just a, a versatile forward, doesn't it? Somebody can play across that front three really and do a job. You know, someone like maybe not Josh King, but someone in that sort of mould who's just gonna run and run for you all day, can chip and run for about five to ten goals a season and, and just fill a fill a gap when we need it. Yeah, I think I think when we're throwing Tosin on still, because he's literally the only option. Um, it's it's not good, is it? No. He looks he looks slower than ever. I think he'll play against Sheffield United as well. Well yeah, I was th- I was thinking that because Calvert Lewin needs a rest, but then it's like he's He's almost guaranteed to score against Sheffield, isn't he? His old club. Mm. It's all set up for him to score I, against. I think he'll want to play in that game as well because I think he would, yeah. He played the last four, it's not really helped him at all because it's not been he was getting the box and getting the end of chances we're creating. It's, it's you know, he's, he's been asked to do the job he was basically asked to do in his first year at the football club, wasn't he? Where it's like yeah. just chase everything into the corner, hold it up and win his free kicks. It's it's very much back to, to basics for his brief. You know, it's it's not you know, we haven't got Dino or Rodriguez putting chances on a play for him. He's tucking them away now. He's had to do something a little bit different. Yeah, well, it was noticeable last night that he was he was coming out wide, and then we were sort of getting caught with no one up front. Mm. Um, and he, he's looking very isolated again. And as you say, if, he, if he's not getting those chances, start of the season, it was like he'll get four or five chances here. He'll stick a couple away. Um, he's not getting, he's getting that now, is he? It, it's very few and far between. Um, so yeah, he does look like he needs a rest. But you'd kind of think Sheffield United's the perfect game for him to sort of, you know, get back up and run and get a few chances and get a, get a goal, maybe. Uh, yeah, it's, it, it's a tough one to call this Sheffield United game because they do look done in, the players. Do you, would, how many changes, would you make sweeping changes for this one? I don't think we can. I don't, I don't think we're in the, the position to. I mean, you know, we could make changes to the... Weirdly, we could make changes all over the defence now because we, we sort of got, like, numbers for centre-backs. Um and even full-back positions, so, but I don't think there's any need to. Because again, last night, I don't think he and Ormina were at fault for anything, really. Maybe opened up a bit too much for Cavani's goal. Yeah. You know, I think centre-backs, if there's, you know, if, there's, if there's a position on the pitch that can play all season, it's your goalie and your centre-halves. Um, I think will get a rest. I think, he, I think he'll be worried about for Holgate. Yeah, I think, I think Holgate will come in for him. I think Coleman will play. I wouldn't be I wouldn't be totally surprised if, if he gave him Kunku a game as well. Just like just sort of like a one off. Um and it wouldn't surprise me if Gordon played either. But Yeah. Is it is it a bit dangerous to make that many changes though? I think I think it, I think again we're talking about the manager who's pragmatic here. And I will think that what he will do is look at the teams we're playing and say, what's the one I'm most likely to get away with making these changes? I mean, some yeah. people might see it differently and say, go full strength against Sheffield United and guarantee the win. And then rest everyone against Man City where we might get beat. But City have been that great, to be fair. You know, and, I know. And, you know, <laughs> moment, you look at where we are on the table and they're, they're the team we need to be taking points off if we're going to be in this top four race. So, yeah, it's, that's a mindset thing, that, isn't it? It, it comes yeah. to that expected wins thing. And I, I looked at it last night and I thought, yeah, just go all in for Sheffield United. And then if we're going to, you know, if we're not going to win all three games over Christmas and New Year, right off Man City. But as you say, they're a team who was sort of challenging with us now for top four. The Reds are going to walk it. We might as well just make our peace with that now. That's going to happen. So it's the other European places that are up for grabs, of which Man City are going to be after one of them. So, yeah, you kind of look at that and think, we do need to beat them. 
Yeah. It's difficult, isn't it? Who'd be a manager, eh? No, oh, no, I know. It's been a hard job, you lads. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, we'll we'll leave it there. Well, I, I just think it's going to go. Obviously, we don't know who's playing or anything on on Boxing Day, but I just think it's going to go. I think I think it'll be a tight game. We might just edge. Yeah, I think the same as well. I think um, I'm just worried that Sheffield United can't go on this losing streak forever. Um, the not bad in some of the games recently. Two points. Yeah, you kind of feel the season's going to turn around at some point. You know, it doesn't necessarily have to be against us but that scrappy draw that we get that frustrates us all it, like Burnley did you know and then they go on and beat Arsenal it, it could be something like that where the season hinges on like you know a, a scrappy draw against us you know and we're, we're on the butt of a bad result um, but no I think, we, I think we should have enough to edge it even if we're struggling after 17 and Tosin's been toiling up front for all that time we have got Calvert-Lewin to come on it could make a difference Um yeah, I suppose the, it's up to us, isn't it? You know, we, we said this in a lot of games this season. It's up to us what we do in these games. We have got the quality to beat these teams. It's just whether we do it. So, you know, at least, at least it's in our hands and we're still in a good position in the league with the FA Cup to come as well. It's not all bad. Not all bad. Not all bad, mate. Uh, what are your plans for the rest of the day and for tomorrow? Um, today? Not really. Drop the kids off later. Go see them again in the morning. Um... And then drink loads of wine and eat loads of cheese, I think. What about you? It's right. Very similar. Minus drop the kids off, to be honest. <laughs> uh, but yeah, going to be pretty chill, to be honest. All the Christmas grub sorted for the ale? Yeah, I think so, mate. Yeah, all boxed off. So, yeah, looking forward to it, to be honest. But yeah, it doesn't stop, does it, the 40th this time of year? So. <laughs> no, it's relentless, isn't it? Relentless, yeah. And those, those two games in three days are an absolute killer. Third place in them for that, but... Yeah, uh, cheers for everyone for watching on YouTube live. Uh, if you listen to this as a podcast as well, cheers as well. I think, well, this will be our last uh, podcast before Christmas. So I suppose we should say thanks to everybody for listening throughout the course of the year. Uh, thanks for getting involved. Uh, thanks to everyone, especially Les, for doing these YouTube videos throughout the year in the good times and the bad times. Uh, fingers crossed it's more good than bad in 2021 and at the end of this year as well of course but uh, yeah we really appreciate the support uh, throughout the year have a good Christmas uh, hope you get loads of great Everton gifts and uh, we'll speak to you again soon here on the Something you probably do know. Progressive can not only offer you a great price when you bundle home and auto, they offer you round-the-clock protection. Something you probably don't know, it only takes 15 pounds of pressure to break a window. Something you probably do know, your neighbor practices chipping in the backyard. Something you probably don't know, a golf ball through your window would also take out your TV. Bundle your home and auto with Progressive and get more than a great price. Get round-the-clock protection. Something you know for the things you don't know. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliates and third-party insurers and subject to policy terms. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, full work limited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.